This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk on this beautiful Monday. My gosh, we've had uh, November weather, early November weather, maybe late October, the last few days. Today's beautiful. I don't need to tell you that. Uh, great football weather, of course. We saw some fine football, and we saw some lousy football this weekend. And Jeff Jordan is here to talk about that after taking a week off. Well-deserved, I might add. Welcome well, back. Well-deserved. Okay. <laughs> beautiful day it, it is that for sure uh, you enjoy your trip I, give, bring everybody up to speed as to why you missed last Monday you had a, had a signed uh, excuse pass yes well you want to know where I was is yeah, that... yeah I don't care that, that, that our hey, listening baby, audience is, is Derek wanting to know we were vacationing with some friends where I did mostly ate, slept and read and relaxed, and then did more sleeping. You relaxed. Now, what, <laughs> did, you, what did you do today? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> today? Yeah. Almost I mean, exactly the same thing. <laughs> you know, there comes a point in time that you wonder what you're relaxing or, or getting away from when you're, when yes. you're retired. But uh, I know you had a stress, stressful life. You, you deserve that, <laughs> Mr. School Board member, after going through what you went through in this summer, right? Well, it, it, it's, it's been a, a long Six months for a, a lot of people. Yeah, it has, and it, it, it continues. Yes. Uh, the the uh, well, let's not get into that a lot. But we, you can't talk football, Jeff, if you don't talk about what takes place there. Because, for example, that breaking news, as I was going home from the uh, debacle Saturday that was at Horace Jones Field, and listening to post game show, heard the announcement that Middle Tennessee will be playing at UT San Antonio on Friday night. Added the eleventh game of the season. That I don't know when they signed it. I, I haven't read the article at all about it, but uh, it didn't get announced till then, at least. Pre-game coverage will be at six o'clock with seven o'clock kickoff. I take that back. Five thirty, seven o'clock kickoff from Middle Tennessee, which means the um, WGNS high school game will be on WGNSRadio.com. For those of you that uh, can work on the internet a little bit, you'll be able to listen to the game Riverdale at Blackman. We'll talk about that game to be sure, Jeff. Uh, quickly, before we take a, a, a very f- quick first break, Saturday, whoa, what a beautiful day. You're on ESPN, national audience. I mean, just as good as it gets. And 
based upon our showing at Army, I'm not sure why in the world the spread was two, two and a half or three and a half, but it was. And uh, my understanding is that a couple of the ESPN talking heads even picked Middle Tennessee to win. And Jeff, there was nothing about that football game that said Middle Tennessee had any chance to win that game that I saw. It was, it, it was just hard to watch. Well, I found out at some point uh, that day that we were going to play. Uh, I, I think probably my grandson told me. He knows everything. I th- he told me. I thought, well, I, after watching Saturday's game, certainly we need another game as soon as possible. I mean, that's <laughs> – my. It, it was – I know we're going to talk about it, I guess, at some point. But well, uh, Yeah, go ahead and expound a little bit. I, I can't say this from a coaching standpoint. The one thing that you almost don't want to do after – that performance is to have to practice two weeks. Well, it could be. Yeah. You know, I mean, how difficult that's going to be. So playing is is likely better than not. I, yeah, I, I suppose that's that's probably correct. Um, we, we, I, I think it's pretty clear maybe to, to say what you just said in a different way. We've got a lot of work to do. That's pretty obvious. And, uh, and we're going to have to work it out on the field now because the season is starting. Well, it has. And, uh, of course, high school football – has gotten to the halfway point of the season already. We always say this, Jeff, that the season goes so quick once it gets started. But I guess this time it seemed to have gone even quicker to me because we were so desperately waiting to see if it really would start and could we make it to week five. And we've made it to week five, and there's no reason to think we won't make it to at least week six and and maybe on and beyond. And Nashville teams are going to play. Yes, that's right. It's Friday night. So uh, I I assume, I, I don't know, you know, they didn't call me or anything, but uh, uh, Antioch is supposed to play at Smyrna. I assume they're doing that. Yes, I expect, I think so. And Antioch has yet to snap a ball in anger. So <laughs> <laughs> they haven't done a thing except practice for umpteen weeks, so I guess we'll find out what kind of effect that has. I don't know. Major League Baseball is in its last week, and uh, the pennant races are all but settled, but the the uh, second-place teams also get in the playoffs, and two wild-card teams from each league get in the playoffs, which means <clears throat> practically everybody playing tonight is playing for some type of a seating or a position in the deal. Uh, the Reds, unbelievably, have won seven of eight to put themselves in a position now to – not only get a wild card spot, Jeff, they could finish second place. Go Reds. How about that? I knew it all along. Now, <laughs> all right, we're going to stop right now. Take yeah, this let's, break. Let's do that. <laughs> 615-893-1450 is that number if you'd like to give us a call or text. We'll get that on the air as well. You're listening to All Sports Talk. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. In the South, we've perfected the art of connection. In fact, we can make an instant connection with simple things. A guitar and microphone, a great meal, a Friday night football game. So when First Bank enhanced our digital banking connection, we created it from our banking model to be accessible, direct, and personal. Silicon Valley knows apps, but we've learned a thing or two about connection. Get a great mobile banking app with the real connection of community banking. First Bank, member FDIC. 
In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice, because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. If you haven't heard by now, the Blue Raiders have a game coming up this week. Yes, it was unscheduled before this past weekend, but UTSA and Middle Tennessee getting together on Friday night. So here's what's coming up this week. Blue Raider conversation on Tuesday with Rick Stockstill Live. That begins here on WGNS at 7 o'clock. Then on Friday night on WGNS Radio, we'll have the Blue Raider game, 5.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff from UTSA. And on WGNSRadio.com and on our streaming apps, we'll have the Riverdale and Blackman contest. That's coming up on Friday. Stream only for the high school game. But Saturday afternoon, we will replay it on the radio at 2 p.m. Saturday morning, Prentice Hall Heating and Air Coaches Corner on the way as well. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jim Tackett and Jeff Jordan brought to you, Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin with Edward Jones Financial taking care of Jeff's money. Millions, Jeff. Lee has made tons off you, hasn't he? He has got um, $42 of my money, <laughs> which is all of it. That's, that's everything. <laughs> invested, it, invested it wisely, I guess. Yes, I hope so. All right. Uh, I was asking off air, and our our information has come. UT, UTSA, Middle Tennessee's opponent on Friday night, has is 2-0 beating Texas State 51-48. Oh, no. And Stephen F. Austin 24-10. Well, that means their defense is not very good. But now that said, Jeff, <laughs> our offense is just – that's the one thing we can hang our hat on, and that's not been there at all. We had a, have a starting quarterback coming back. We thought that was going to be a good thing. That's not played out well at all. Uh, I don't know if we don't have a running back that can run because we just will not hand it off to a running back and two times in a row to see if that will work. Uh, I don't know if receivers can't get open. I don't know whether O'Hara has just decided that he, he can't play football anymore. I, I'm not sure what the deal is, but – Army 30, 42 to nothing, right? Right. And this last one uh, was twenty six to seven at the half, which, which was in effect on a home field was was it? And and I will not give up on the Raiders, but boy, I've, I'm looking for a light, and I know Coach Stock and his staff have got to be looking for some sort of a light to come on somewhere. Uh, I don't know if they've got anything in the in the tank, but if they got it, they better take it to San Antonio with them. Yes, I think that's correct. It 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 was a 
a very dismal Saturday. There, there was just no, there was really nothing positive to take out of it at all. I mean, starting with, um, well, there was one thing. I take that back. The band was great. You know what? They were. The band was right over top of me, mm-hmm. which I, I was told that's where they'd be. And you know what? As far as being able to be heard by everyone in the stadium, that's really the right place for them to be, don't you think? Yeah. I, I wish they put them up there all the time. But anyway, because well, there was social distancing, <laughs> and they took the dance team up there with them, and so it took up three whole sections up there. And uh, and uh, But I thought, and of course, they played – Pre-game, and I, I don't know why we just don't eliminate all that tape music, that rap crap. I'm just, I'm just so sick to death of that stuff. Well, it wasn't as loud this time. Well, that's true. It, it, was, not. it, it was not loud at all, so right. it, I was not bothered by it. But I'd rather, I'd rather hear the band any day. But anyway, I thought they did a really good job. But and I really wasn't trying to be facetious. I'm telling you, the band was really quite sure. good. But the game, there were, I don't know of anything positive really much that came out of the game. Um it, it did have some unusual things. I believe there were four touchdowns ter- call back yes. uh, total. And also, something maybe you hadn't thought about, I don't know whether you had or not, but it very seldom do you go to a game where a team gets an extra point, a touchdown, a safety, that's the one you don't get, and a field goal. And, and, and uh, Troy did that. They scored every conceivable way. One point, way. two point, three point, six point. That's right. Every conceivable way. That doesn't happen very often. No, you're, you're, uh, you'd be right. Because, because you know, it's been a long time since I've seen a safety. I don't well, Jeff, the, the last one. The, the, the die kind of was cast early in the football game. Middle Tennessee's down seven to nothing. And we intercept a pass, take it to distance. And I knew from where, where I was, I knew that the penalty was already there. The defensive line was trying his dangness to get off the field. Didn't make it, did he? Troy snapped it quickly because of that reason. They knew that they had the free play coming. They, uh, we tried to dif- shift defensively, and uh, they got up to the huddle and got it done. And, and he was a half a step. I mean, so it was not involved in the play at all. It's one of those that if – if it wasn't the rule, you wouldn't have ever called it because it had no impact on the play at whatsoever. But that was called back. And uh, from there, you thought, eh, this is not a good sign. Well, we, you know, it, you might think back to the UAB game last year. Uh, it, the 12th man on the field kept us sure. from getting the ball back sure. uh, with, with about a minute left and, and just took care of our chances to possibly win the football game. Uh, I, I was very disappointed in us, and, and you've already said some things that are just uh, uh, very, very true. For I don't, I don't understand a lot of things. I guess, that, and I'm not. I don't understand why we have running backs, two of which are SEC transfers. Well, not anymore. They both, they both opted out three weeks ago. Okay. Oh, well, both of them? They both did. Yes. Yeah, maybe, both of those. Maybe guys. we don't have any running backs. <laughs> well, <laughs> we don't hand it off to them if we do. No, no, they, you're right. Um, I, 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 of course, when you get behind, you have to pass most of the time. When you get way behind, and we were way behind by halftime. Um, the so. passing part of it, Jeff, I get, and I, and I'm, I'm very often not questioning because I'm not a football coach, and, and I and I don't mind saying so. And I, I do know basketball. I can question that a little bit more. But when your quarterback, game after game after game, has more rushing attempts than any back in the backfield that's a recipe for disaster and right now that's that's where it is and not only do we not get much out of asher running the football 
we're getting very little out of the passing game. And I don't know whether it's because receivers can't get open. I, I, I don't know. I, I, that's why I say I'm not a football coach <laughs> enough to know where the problem happens to be. Now, that said, these people didn't get stupid overnight. I mean, there's some guys over there that know football up and down the line. And uh, if there's a way to figure it out, I think they'll, they'll work toward that. And let, let's, let's hope that there's, uh, you know, some uh, miracles around the corner and you go to San Antonio and pick up a win or at least play well and come back and play Western Kentucky. Jeff, if, if there's two games that may make a difference to people in this town, Vanderbilt, when we play them, which we've, we've done a lot of lately, in Western Kentucky. And if Western does to middle what Troy did to middle Tennessee, my gosh, it, it's going to be tough. So let's let's just keep the faith. That's all I can do. I think, too, I said there was nothing positive and. I, I guess this is a stretch, but I, I I do see signs of our defense, even though we've given up a lot of points in two weeks. I, you know, it's hard to deny that, but we're on defense so much. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that, that's where the offense is really not not just not scoring yeah. points, but we don't hang on to the ball very long. No, uh, and we end up running them back out there, and uh, I think they were, oh, I don't know, about thirty six minutes, something like that, out of sixty. Um, so uh, on defense, and it's um, it's very difficult to keep that going um, for a, a full game. I and, and I, I saw some some things on defense that I liked, uh, uh, and I think we can certainly can build on. Um, but I, it 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 was a pretty pretty drab Saturday for sure. Yeah. I think we have a caller on the line. If that's the case, we'll take it real quick before we take this uh, Chip Walters break. Go ahead. How you doing? Well, you know, it's a beautiful day, and the Reds are playing tonight, and uh, I'm trying to stay away from talking too much about the Raiders because it just, it, it's just <laughs> yeah. not easy to talk yeah, about. Yeah, that was pretty bad on Saturday. I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. Didn't look too good. I hope they can come back this week and play good against San Antonio. I know they got Western. Western's 0-2. I don't know if y'all saw They lost the Liberty on Saturday and lost Louisville the previous week, so they're not doing very good either. So. Well, that's that's two weeks away. That's for sure. Uh, what, what's your question for us? I just want to ask y'all about what, what y'all think about high school football so far. I know it's halfway through. It looks like Riverdale looks pretty good. They got Blackman Friday night. I know they really want to beat them. It's been a long time since they beat them, and I know they really want to get after them. And, uh, and it looks like Riverdale and Oakland are pretty much the top two teams. What do you think about Warren County beating Blackman too? I'll hang up and listen to y'all's comments on that. Thanks a lot. Enjoy the show. Appreciate okay, uh, the, the comment I've got on that, I was going to bring this up. It's been a long time, Jeff, since Warren County and Coffee County have beaten two River, excuse me, two Rutherford County teams in the same weekend. I, I, I would dare say you'd have to look way back in the record book to see that, right? I would, I would think so. Yes, it's been a while. And uh, Blackman's lost to to Warren County, even though Warren County's five and zero. If you look at their five and zero, there's nothing really impressive about their first four wins, and so that means Riverdale. It appears to me to be in the real driver's seat to, to be the one to challenge Oakland this time around. Uh, Riverdale and Blackman play Friday night. If Blackman is going to stay in the race, Jeff, at all, they're going to have to beat Riverdale. Yes, they do. Now, Warren County, uh, this is one of their better teams that they've had in, in quite a while, which maybe he's not saying a heck of a lot, but I, I, it, 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 it could be. They, and they have a, uh, I'm told, I haven't seen him, but a very good quarterback, I'm told, um, and he can make things go. 
and clearly he made things go the other night. They had a huge lead the other night. Sure. Uh, three or four touchdowns at one point. Now, Blackman cut into it a little bit, and uh, I, I, I know Coach, Coach Hartsfield, Blackman, I'm sure, is tearing his hair out because he's an excellent coach, and they do have material and, and, uh, and a long and glorious history at Blackman. And I would, I'm, I'm sure, I'm hoping they're, they're going to get it turned around. This is very unusual for them. Really. We may not be being fair to Warren County. I said five and zero, oh, and and you said kind of the same thing that uh, it's been. A, that, that may not be a real feather in the hat yet. I've got to wait to see what they do along the way. But clearly, they've got one of the better teams that they've had in a long time. And so they may well that. make the playoffs, and, and Blackman well, may that, well not. That that would be very very right. But uh, there's some time to say. But Blackman, I'm sure, as you mentioned, Coach Hartfield is preaching to his kids. This is the week, boys. If we're going to turn anything around, get any momentum headed our direction, get in the playoffs race, to stay in the playoff race, we've got to win Friday night. Riverdale knows that. Coach Kreisky will have his bunch up as well. It, it should be a fun game to watch. I would think so, yes. I, I, and uh, it's uh, it'll be on WGNS n- not once but twice, right? WGNSradio.com <laughs> live, not on the uh, 1450 station, and be re-aired on the radio and streaming both on Saturday at 2 o'clock. So that's where that'll work. Gosh, you get game. to hear Brian Barrett twice. Yeah. That, that's a plus. All right, let's listen to Chip Walters here in about two minutes with the Blue Raider Insider Report. He'll give us all the scoop, I'm sure, about uh, this past Saturday and this coming Friday night's game. not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. Disgruntled Workers Day. At this moment, I am a disgruntled worker. Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Well, good afternoon. A couple of wrecks out here, but it's moving up and down. 24 coming back over from Davidson County. Stop and go sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. It's just busy on 231 coming off the interstate. All that traffic flow headed back out towards Shelbyville. Hey, celebrate autumn at Obergatlenburg during Oktoberfest. Check it out at obergatlenburg.com for all the details. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time track. If you're not waking up to the wake-up brew, here's what you've been missing. I tip my cap to you, sir. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Speaking of tipping our cat, tip our cat to her. The Wake Up Crow. (laughs) Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. 
Cold Bloom Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance. 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. All right, it's time for Chip Walters in the Brew Raider Inside Report. Chip, go ahead. Well, good afternoon, everybody. And the Blue Raider football home opener with Troy did not go the way that anyone wanted it to see. Troy came in and got the Blue Raiders 47-14. to The game really took a turn late in the first half when Middle Tennessee was down by 10, 17-7. A Troy punt put the Blue Raiders backed up to their own goal line at the six-yard line. Uh, quarterback Chase Cunningham was tackled in the end zone for a safety. The Blue Raiders then kicked it away on a free kick to Troy, who brought it back down and scored again with three seconds to play. And it took it from a 17-7 game to a 26-7 game. And the Blue Raiders really played uphill from then on. Middle Tennessee's defense did get a couple of turnovers and had a couple of turnovers that uh, actually came off the board, a couple of pick sixes that came off the board, but uh, the offense just could not get anything mustered uh, at all, uh, whether it would be through the run or through the pass, just could not get anything going. That drops Middle now to 0-2, and after the game, it was announced that Middle Tennessee will pick up a game this week at UTSA. It will be Friday night at the Alamo Dome. Uh, Middle Tennessee originally was supposed to open conference play this weekend against Old Dominion, and uh, but Old Dominion decided not to play this fall, and UTSA was scheduled to host Memphis this Friday night. Uh, at the Alamo Dome, but uh, COVID outbreak in the Memphis program has put them on the shelf for a bit. So San Antonio got together with Middle Tennessee, and here we go. The Blue Raiders will travel on Thursday for a game on Friday. And after the game on Saturday, Coach Rick Stockstill said yes, that indeed his team was certainly down. Uh, you're, you're supposed to be down. If you're a if you're a competitor, if you love this game, if you take pride in your work, you're supposed to be down. And uh, yeah, it hurt. You know, it was a punch in the gut, and uh, nobody's happy. Nobody was happy then. Nobody's happy now. But we came out yesterday. We had a good practice, good meetings, and everything. And uh, I like their mindset. You know, we got good leadership on this team, and you know, we got to be mentally tough and physically tough to put that one behind us and and move on. We're in conference play now. And there's nothing more important than conference play at this point. So, uh, but we had a good day yesterday, Josh, and uh, I wouldn't expect anything different uh, from this group, and I don't expect anything different moving forward. All right, turning to golf, head men's coach Mark McIntyre leads his squad back into competition and action for the first time since March when the Blue Raiders teed off earlier today in the Scenic City Collegiate, hosted by Chattanooga at the Honors Course. Uh, Tuesday's final round 
is uh, set to be streamed on ESPN3. The Scenic City Collegiate is being played for just the second time ever, with Middle Tennessee collecting a second-place finish in the first playing of the event back in 2006. On the women's side, Middle Tennessee got back on the course uh, as well with the competitive action in the Hoover Invitational hosted by UAB. The Blue Raiders are competing in the event hosted by Conference USA foe UAB for the very first time. Don't forget tomorrow night with the uh, new uh, game on the schedule, that means we'll have an added episode of Rick Stock Still Live right here on WGNS. If you'd like to get questions or comments into the coach, you can do it now by sending them in to radio at com. That's radio at com. All right, that's it for today. We'll have another update coming for you on Tuesday. Jeff, you've been in this situation, and I have as well, coaching. I'm not a football coach, but in basketball, when you start the season off with a couple of losses, losing is one thing. But not being competitive in either game really is is really where you really take the take the gut shot for sure. And I think that's the term stock just used. And uh, it makes you look around and say, my gosh, we got nine more games we've got to play in front of real people who care. In, in this case, we've been on national television twice. The, the real chance to shine and unfortunately just not able to take advantage of that in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Losing is one thing. But not being competitive and, and having people turn it off in the second half, Raider fans included, because it just you just can't watch it anymore. That's really tough. I'm taking a, a, another step. Um, being boring. Yes. Is is also bad. Um, and if, if you're a football fan or a sports fan at all, um, there's a part of you had better get used to uh, uh, losing. Because you're going to lose. Yeah. It's yeah, going to happen yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and sometimes you're going to have your head handed to you. <laughs> and I mean, it's going to be really bad. But when you're not competitive and you have no chance and you're supposed to have a chance and you're at home and you're on ESPN and you're boring, that really Jeff, the, the, the thing that really... Uh, you know, just kind of made me growl. And, and the, the guys were right. Two different people that are UT fans. We talked about the game, and they said, I watched the game. I wanted in every way to watch the game all the way to the end. I wanted every way to see Middle Tennessee do well and win. And these were people that will not ever turn into a Middle Tennessee game if, if SEC's playing, but this time they are because that's what's there. And that is an opportunity to, to, to showcase. And that's, I think that's the part of it that really is unfortunate. That uh, that you got on the dance floor and just not able to do anything with it. Well, you want me to read what's going to happen? No, let, let's take. We got <laughs> we got to take two breaks, so let's take one right now. Okay, and then we can take one right at the end because Braves baseball is coming on at five fifty-five today. The Braves are not struggling for a position in the playoffs. Who, who, who we got? They're playing the Fighting Fish of Miami again. <laughs> we seem like play them all the time. Okay, all right, let's take a break. When we come back, and we can yak on all sports talk.
Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Off air, we are trying to solve all these little nuances that come with the scheduling problems this year and the, the not playing games and, and uh, all that kind of thing, Jeff. It's, it's been a weird year. Do you know there's a team we've played five weeks of high school football? That's correct. You, you remember week zero when we you really could every after week five you could have really played six games, right? Yes. But now we don't have that anymore. It's no. One week one, week five. You understand after five weeks of play, there's a team in middle in, excuse me in Tennessee that is six and one. There is. Bartlett is six and one. <laughs> they have won two games off the field with COVID wins, and then they turn around and have rescheduled a scheduled a game on that Friday night and won one and lost one. So, Nobody, nobody's ever gone in the playoffs with eleven wins or 11, <laughs> 11 games played. So they're six and one, and then instead of just taking the COVID win and going home, they decide, well, we'll play somebody and pick up. So they won two games in one night and went one and one on a different night. So they're six and one after five weeks of play. Well, good for them. <laughs> I'm proud for them. Did you ever think you would ever see that, Jeff? No, I, no. It's neither first, did, neither it is, did you. Record breaking. <laughs> Historic times. All right, let's talk about the football. We've touched a little bit on Riverdale and Blackman. Uh, Laverne, my gosh, Jeff, is leading the region. Well, why don't I start with the scores? Go ahead and do that. Eagleville 40, Community 8. They're on a roll. That makes people in Eagleville very happy and the people right down the road very unhappy. Riverdale 48, Rockville 8. Smyrna 56. Someone named Green Hill. It's a brand new school over in Wilson County. Brand new school who are probably questioning their football. Uh, 23, 56-23. Uh, Oakland 42, Cookville 7. I'm surprised at that margin, but uh, I'm not surprised Oakland won. Laverne comes from behind, 32, Stewart's Creek 27. That's that's kind of an upset to me. It is. I think so, too. Middle Tennessee Christian School 36, Grace Baptist 13. Uh, and let's see here. Uh, Warren County 35, Blackman 28, and Coffee County 31, Siegel 21, the game that we had hoped that Siegel might win, and it didn't happen for them. This week, uh, Eagles got their work cut out for them again. The Eagles are 2-3, and three, and they host Moore County this week. Moore County's pretty good. They are. Cornersville is at the Middle Tennessee Christian. Middle Tennessee Christian is 2-2. Two and two. Rockvale 1-4 at Oakland, 5-0. and oh. Blackman 1-4, it's unbelievable to me. At Riverdale, four and one. Warren County is at Siegel, 
Seagulls 0-5. Antioch at Smyrna, 3-2. Uh, and two. And as Tim and I said earlier, uh, um, that is a, uh, a game that just evidently it will, it will be Antioch's first game uh, as uh, Davidson County Schools are playing. Uh, station camp is at Stewart's Creek. Stewart's Creek's 1-3. And, and as far as I know, Laverne still has a bye this week, as far as I know. But. Well, we say this every week, and it's worth saying again. Before you go to a game on Friday night, you might want to be sure and check to make sure it's going to be played because they, they get canceled from time to time. They get rescheduled from time to time. The game time can change and so forth. So, And then I, I get calls from time to time, Jeff, about tickets. And I say the same thing I've said before. I wouldn't drive very far unless I had – an understanding that I had a ticket in my hand in some way, shape, form, or fashion before I got there because uh, it could be tough to get in. It might be. So you, you want to check with the schools and, and see what their policy is going to be about that. Well, you mentioned, uh, and, and I, well, I guess so far we've been sort of right, haven't we? We, we, we said that Oakland would be uh, the, probably the best team in, in, the, in the district. And I, right now, today. Really Oakland played the last game of the, the year. Hmm? Riverdale and Oakland play the last game of the year. You know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know when they play. Well, we'll look and see. Um, but uh, and and we had Blackman and Riverdale tied for second. Whoever won the game, we thought uh, would be the second place finisher. But that may not be true anymore. If Black if Blackman wins it, they still may not make it. But um, this is an important game, surely. And um, uh, I I don't know. Siegel, of course, very disappointing. Uh, uh, Sturridge Creek was upset by Laverne this past week. Um, um, but I think we, we mentioned this, you know, six weeks ago, and that was that this was going to be a year where there were going to be a lot of strange things happen. Jeff, you never know for sure when you see a score that looks like an upset if maybe the team that, that lost that you didn't think you would lose had five or six or eight or ten players, starters maybe, maybe the best quarterback didn't play. Now, I don't know that that's the case with Blackman, for example, but – I'll assure you that uh, there's some cases where that's that's happened where you you see a score and you think that can't be right, and then you look around and find out that the the team that lost the football game just had a ton of kids out because of the COVID. Right, you just don't know. Um, it's but if you if you sat down right now today and said, well, the next ten years, how many times is Warren County going to beat Blackman? And I would say one or two. Sure. You know that that's probably about right. And I I don't know. I had. I had dinner last night with some friends. We've talked football. I don't know that Warren County's ever beaten Blackman. Maybe they have. I, I don't know. I couldn't remember that them doing it. But um, perhaps it has happened. I don't know. But it hadn't happened often. Well, back in the day when Blackman first opened up, I don't think Warren County and Blackman were playing each no, other, were they? they? No, and they were not. They not were in not, the same region, and right. you're not likely to go out and play that game otherwise. So right. uh, they've not played each other many times, I wouldn't think. Right. And for a long time there, they weren't, weren't, they weren't in our district or region. That is correct. Well, we'll just have to see how all that goes. It, uh, Jeff, the one thing that everybody coaching-wise is looking around and saying, let's don't get into this COVID thing about the first week of playoff season. But somebody's going to – across the state of Tennessee, somebody that's a one or two seed wins a region or comes in second place in a region is going to end up having to forfeit their playoff game because of COVID. It, it just – the odds are there. It's going to happen. I'm, I'm afraid we're at that uh, uh, as – I've been meaning to keep up with all the adjectives to <laughs> describe, but when people say it's, you know, but unsettled times. Yes. Risky times, iffy times, and you're just not sure from week to week who's going to show up. And we've had we've had coaches not 
maybe in this county, but we've had coaches that were out. Sure. Because of the uh, COVID and it's just And the thing strange. about it is it's not always because you have COVID, it's because you were around someone that has right. it and therefore you have to distance away and all that kind of thing. Uh Nashville went five weeks. Uh and, and I don't know that we know or have we have we really talked our way through it as to how they're going to settle the the uh the, the playoff teams. I mean I mean, what do we do if well, somehow there's so many things that seem unfair, uh, really? Well, so for example, Cane Ridge is always the top, maybe the top, or maybe one of the top teams. Two of our schools, Laverne and uh, Laverne and, and I think Sturge Creek, end up playing Cane Ridge, and one has already got the COVID win over them. So there's an unfair thing right there. Uh, but there's no other way to do it, Jeff. There's just and if, if you look around and say unfair that Oakland and Maryville have to play each other every year in the semifinals, maybe the two best teams in the state, why can they not seed the thing? Well, it's just the way it is, right? Well, you're touching on an area that I don't want to be touched on. <laughs> <laughs> that should be seeded. Well, let's, let's go. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yes. yeah. And uh, the one last thing, we'll take our last break. Memphis is the, the holdout, and it appears Memphis will just not be playing football this year at all. It, because you have to have two weeks practice. So if they announced today that they're going to play, they'd be week six, seven, week nine before they'd get to play a game. That's right. Yeah, I was I started to say week eight, but it it, it would be nine. Yeah, it had to be nine. Now they I'm, started Monday. So uh, all right, let's take our last break. When we come back, we're going to talk baseball or anything else that's on Jeff's mind after this on All Sports Talk. <laughs> Hey folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Well, good afternoon. A couple of wrecks out here, but it's moving up and down. 24 coming back over from Davidson County. Stop and go sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. It's just busy on 231 coming off the interstate. All that traffic flow headed back out towards Shelbyville. Hey, celebrate autumn at Obergatlenburg during Oktoberfest. Check it out at obergatlenburg.com for all the details. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time travel. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. Sir Pizza uses only the freshest ingredients in making their one-of-a-kind pizzas and specialty foods. Discover the difference at Sir Pizza on East Main, Memorial, and South Church. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. This portion of All Sports Talk brought to you by First Bank. Banks across the state of Tennessee, certainly right here in Murfreesboro. I'm proud to say that both my kids refinanced their homes through First Bank about three months ago and saved a ton of money. They were well taken care of and appreciate the job that they've done there. They can take care of all your needs, whatever it happens to be. First Bank, 
proud sponsor of All Sports Talk. And uh, Jeff Jordan, also a proud uh, Sulphurdale shirt winner today. <laughs> Wears today, I should say. Brought to you by Lee uh, Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin Financial Services. All right, Jeff. Baseball. You say you're not keeping up with baseball because the Braves. I know you want to talk baseball. The Braves. I, the Braves are clearly in. Well, we're in the last week of the season, Jeff. I we're, just, we're, on a, we're on a playoff push, Jeff. I want to. I, I got to say something about the Titans. I've got to say something. Well, go ahead. Well, we we won overwhelmingly the first week, two points, and yesterday <laughs> we straightened that with three points. And the poor kicker who all of us were going to kill in Denver at the half or whatever it was. And then he, we made him a hero. He made himself a hero. And now yesterday, what does he do? He does it again. And I don't know how I don't know how far that that last forty nine. He kicked a fifty one yard before that. He did. That's correct. He did miss an extra point yes. just to, just to kill us, you know, <laughs> just to kind of put a little doubt in your mind. Yeah. <laughs> but, but anyway, okay, we're two. Well, let, me, let, let, let me let me I'm, let's talk about how, <laughs> how how much difference seven points make hmm. this Monday. All the talk, posse talk, Titans all the way to the Super Bowl, right? Right. Had they lost either one of those games, which were very losable, you win by two, you win by three, and they're 0-2, what would the talk be today? And, well, and, and we're talking about t- the team that played exactly the same. A kick missed here, uh, whatever. I mean, Razor's thin margins, but when you win by three and win by two, you're now suddenly Super Bowl champions. And if you lose by two and lose by three, you're suddenly – not going to make it through the season. Uh, well, that's that's correct. <laughs> I mean, the conversation would be totally different about the, the – none of the stats would have changed other than the, for sure the first week when Gostkowski kicked the field goal because oh, that was a winner loser. If he, if he yeah. missed it, they lose. Yesterday, yeah. if he missed it, they go to overtime, probably. I, I tell you one guy that was happy when he kicked the field goal before the half was the, was the Titans coach. He he Because he, went, he was out on a limb with this guy. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. And, and, uh, and, and and you and I both know, and I assume our audience does too, there are kickers out there everywhere waiting on a job. There are people sure. out there. Oh, oh gosh. I mean, we, we cut two guys to get to this guy, right? You sure. Just two weeks ago. I mean, it's not like those guys died. They're, they're sitting at home with a beer waiting for the phone to ring. <laughs> but anyway, it, you know. This guy does have a resume. He does. That is I mean, correct. He's a Super Bowl champion resume. I mean, he's been in the league a long, long time. And, and that does count for something, Jeff. Sure. But at some point in time, you finally hit the end of your line, right? And, well, of course, he had surgery. He was out sure. right, last year. Well, anyway, okay, the, the, the Reds are, are, and the Braves, <laughs> I hope they don't meet in the playoffs. They won't meet, will they? Right, they, oh, they, they very well could. Not, yeah. not, not early on, I don't think, but uh, – Right now, the Reds, the Braves, the Cardinals, and Brewers are all fighting for two of those four spots. I think okay. all of them are within a half game of each other, something like that. And the Reds and Brewers play tonight. As a matter of fact, it started 20 minutes ago, and I can't wait to get home to see what's going on. It'll I did on know TV. I, this would be sort of ironic because I always felt like that Freddie Freeman, for the Braves' first baseman, was an MVP candidate every year. And, he, and Boy, there were some years in there where they just didn't have any hitters around him or the guys got hurt or something went wrong. But I noticed uh, USA Today had him as the MVP of that – of that. Uh, what, do you, what you don't call it league. Division. They wanted to do it by divisions. Okay. Okay, and he he was their choice for the, for the Braves division. And he's had a great year. He has. <laughs> great player. Good player. Sonny Gray from Smyrna comes off the disabled list to pitch one of the three games against the Brewers. 
And uh, Sonny had a great first two-thirds of the season before he arm went a little bit south on him. Got some rest, 10 days, I think. He's not really been off that long. So hopefully he'll come back and bounce back strong for him. Because Sonny, I tell you what, Jeff, the first – Six eight games of the year, he was he was really good. Yeah, he 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 really showed what he can do. Then it's it's and there again we're talking about high school football and 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 other things. There again, it's a strange strange year, and uh, it and a lot of managers have had to make some probably changes and done some things that they wouldn't normally do in the normal year. For those of you who do care about baseball, it'll be on here in about two minutes on WGNS Radio Braves baseball. Free game at 5.55 today. They'll take on the Marlins on the big 14.50. Jeff, thanks for being here. Absolutely. Monty in tomorrow. I'm sure he'll talk about his Oakland A's tomorrow in the playoff hunt. We'll be right. Monty be in tomorrow at all, for All Sports Talk. Go Blue. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.